It's Tuesday, March 3, 2015. I asked the chair, you know what this is? It's a snowball. A snowball's chance in the U.S. Senate. It's the warmest average maximum, warmest average minimum temperature, mm-hmm. and the warmest average temperature for the month of February. Warm winter records shattered in the American West. Two big oil companies call for a price on carbon emissions. Plus... That's what worries me about the carbon dioxide issue. In 1983, scientists predicted global warming would trigger unrest in the Middle East. Now, a new study proves it. All of that proof and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. You think global warming's a hoax because you, in February... We're able to collect one ball's worth of snow. Clearly, if global warming was a problem, I would only be able to grab lava balls. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, is it just me or is there a whole lot of crazy this week now that it's freezing out east? And boiling out west. It's not just you. It is a whole lot of crazy all over the country, but especially in the U.S. Senate. Republican Senator James Inhofe of Oklahoma, the chief climate change denier in the U.S. Senate, has decided that throwing a snowball on the Senate floor proves there's no global warming. We keep hearing that 2014 has been the warmest year on record. I asked the chair, you know what this is? It's a snowball. And that's just from outside here. So it's very, very cold out, very unseasonal. So here, Mr. President, catch this. Mm -hmm. Apparently, Inhofe thinks that snow in Washington, D.C. means there's no global warming anywhere else in the world. And mind you, he is the chairman of the Senate Environment and Public Works Committee. That's like saying, I just had lunch, therefore there's no world hunger. But immediately stepping up to counter Inhofe's disinformation was his Democratic colleague, Senator Sheldon Whitehouse of Rhode Island. So you can believe NASA and you can believe what their satellites measure on the planet, or you can believe the senator with the snowball. You can believe every single major American scientific society, or you can believe the senator with the snowball. Yeah, I'm going to go with Senator Snowball. Or you could believe the CEOs of British Petroleum and Shell Oil, who in recent weeks have both urged the oil industry to support an international price on carbon emissions to curb climate change. The science is clear, says Vice President of Shell Oil, Angus Gillespie, at a Stanford University Energy Seminar early last month. There has to be a solution. And what that implies is the need for an energy transition. Gillespie says most oil companies are already accounting internally for a price on carbon, even as they fight to delay it politically. So why would the oil companies want to admit there's global warming when James Inhofe won't admit that? Is it a matter of these oil companies are reputable businesses that don't want to look like idiots and Senator Snowball and his pals just don't care how stupid they look? That could be it. Or maybe they're just trying to appear reasonable while still fighting change in the long run. Meanwhile, out west... So, Bob, the National Weather Service, says February was the warmest on record based on readings at Boise Airport since they started keeping records back in 1940. 
That's right, Bob. It was the warmest February on record for Idaho. And California is now in its fourth year of record persistent drought. California's snowpack, which stores much of its water, is at 19% of normal, a drop of five points from last year alone. And yet another study now pins the blame for that drought on global warming. We don't have the time to play that entire clip from that uh, Boise television station. They go on for about a minute about how warm it is. And they never mention the word climate change. At bradblog.com today, Miles Grant has written about this and the fact that warm winter weather records are being shattered all over the West. And yet the mainstream media reports them but doesn't use the word climate change. And as we reported here months ago, climate change was also a key factor in the ongoing conflict in Syria. A groundbreaking new study published in the journal Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences this week concludes that deep drought that began in 2006 in Syria was a key factor that set in motion a cascading series of events that led to riots, mass migration, and unrest. And that, Senator Inhofe, is why the Pentagon says climate change is a national security threat. And that is exactly what scientists have been warning about for decades. Here's the National Center for Atmospheric Research's Murray Mitchell back in 1983. Any change of climate is going to put stresses on a national, international community and tend to give rise to misunderstandings of geopolitical kinds and others. And it's, it's a uh, destabilizing factor in the world. That's what worries me about the carbon dioxide issue. That's an amazing report. We'll have the whole thing at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us and follow us on the Facebook and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. It's been a long, a long time coming, but I know. 